0: What is going on, guys? Jale Dorso back at it for another episode of Teaching, Coaching, Radio. And as always, I thank you guys for listening and tuning in and giving feedback on the podcast. You guys showed a lot of love on the last episode. I really appreciate that. And um, it's now, what, Tuesday, August 20th. And I normally don't even record on Tuesdays. I normally record on Sundays or Mondays. But I did an impromptu episode last Friday, which went really well. I was going to do one yesterday, but I decided to just wait. And I was like, you know what? While I'm off right now from my regular job, I'll just kind of do them as I want. Because I'm still pumping out at least one episode a week, sometimes two. And um, it's you know going over really well for you guys and for myself. So why not? Um, in this episode, I want to talk about abs. Um, abs is something that I think at some point in everybody's life... Uh, For the most part, they wanted or, you know, even if it wasn't for very long, no matter if you're somebody who's skinny, who's somebody who's been overweight for a long time or a short time, it doesn't really matter. We've all probably wanted to see some abs um, at some point. And the thing is, the truth is we all have abs, um, just usually it's under a layer of fat fat, and sometimes they're not as developed, but they're there definitely. If you trimmed away all the skin and all the fat, you would definitely see some ab muscle there no matter if you train or don't don't train at all. Um, but I wanted to talk about today three exercises that a lot of you don't do. But if you did, it would really help your ab development. Um, And it's not, and it may come as a surprise, it's not any kind of sit-up or crunch or hanging leg raises or anything like that. It's not just standard go-to ab workout things. I don't know you know, how much you guys follow me on Instagram or anything like that, but I post my leg workouts a lot. And if you guys notice, I never really post ab workouts, and that's because I don't do them. I have a full six pack right now um, because I did do a diet and I'm maintaining. And even in my bulk, I retained a four pack and I never really work out abs directly except for I do eight sets a week, which is very little volume on my two leg days I do four sets of hanging leg raises just to get some ab work in um but I don't really attribute that attribute that to really my you know the reason that my abs are really showing and thriving right now the reason my abs are really thriving um, are because of three other lifts that I'm going to get into in a second. But I, what I want you guys to think about as I talk about these three main movements is think about other types of fitness. Think about, um, CrossFit, for example, if you watch now, I'm not talking about your regular average goers who just started going or they go inconsistently. If you ever watch pro CrossFit athletes or like the CrossFit games, and you look at every single person who, uh Is competing, they have sick abs. I'm talking about men, women, whether they're younger in their 20s or older in their 30s or 40s. They all have between six and eight packs. Even the women, um, and and I would believe most, they're all pretty much natural athletes. They get drug tested all throughout the year, and there have been some caught in the past. So, even the women. With their ab development and their shoulder development, I believe even most of them are natural and it's because of how they work out. They do a lot of heavy compound lifts and those heavy compound lifts really, really work your core. Now, this is why as a coach, we always recommend and I recommend it recently, no matter what, you never want to do too much machine work. Machines are great. But you definitely want to get in a lot of free weight barbell and dumbbell work as well because the part that you're missing with the machine work, including the Smith machine, is it takes pretty much all of your core out of it. You have to stabilize your core to do most uh, compound lifts. And that's what I'm going to get into now. The biggest three workouts that I attribute to my ab development are squat, bench, and deadlift. Now, none of those work the abs directly, right? Um... A squat, but to do a squat, especially once you start to get to heavier squats or if you're doing volume squats, to hold that weight on your back or on your shoulders, if you're doing front squats, to hold your body up and not fall over, takes a lot of core stability. And you have to balance it as you go down and back up. Right, So just think about how much your core is working. You may not feel sore abs the next day, but your core is definitely working a lot more than you think if you're doing heavier compound movements. And that's not just for squat, bench, and deadlift, the powerlifting movements, but it does help. That's why, you know, nowadays, not nowadays, but back in the day, a lot of powerlifters were very big and overweight, and um, a lot of them were out of shape in a sense. But now that you have more modern day uh, powerlifters who care about their health and diet, you see that they have crazy physiques because of all the um, powerlifting movements and compound movements that they do. There's uh, great core development there. So if they eat any type of healthy, look at somebody like Russell Russ Swole, they have crazy core and ab development that keeps them their abs and their core really tight to really reveal that six pack. So... Same thing with bench. If you're benching properly, once you get your form down, um, it takes a lot of... People just think bench is all chest. It works the chest the most, but it works your back a lot because your back is stable on the pad, and without that back width and back strength, you will never have a high bench. And the same thing with your legs. Your legs have to have a nice leg drive, and then your core is really stable, really holding you in place as you do the movement. So, again, these heavy, heavy movements that I do... I takes a lot of core stability, right? I never do planks. I'm never doing decline abs, incline abs. I literally do one workout of abs twice a week. And that's literally just at the end of my leg workout because I like to do seven movements in each workout. So I typically do six different leg movements and I end with some abs, which also works that legs a little bit too because I'm doing hanging leg raises. So my legs are already fatigued and my core is fatigued from all the other movements. And now I'm doing leg raises to kind of just finish it out. And feel good about, you know, feel good to put, get some blood pumping to the core. Um, And then the last one is deadlift. The same thing. Deadlift works your whole back frame, um, just like kind of squats. Your whole, um, you know, posterior chain gets worked. So to do that, to make that pull, your core has to be really tight, stable, and strong. The stronger your core is, the better your deadlift is, the better your physique, um, and things like that, right? You're going to have a very strong midsection, which is going to help you perform all the compound lifts. So that's something I want you guys to think about. It's not about, and it's not to say that you can't do ab workouts. If, if you like to do ab workouts or if you feel like ab workouts make you feel better about yourself because you really feel like you're working and it's tough and it's something that's gonna push you through, it's still gonna benefit you because it's gonna help you burn calories um, and it's not gonna harm your ab development in any way. But if you really look at um, a lot of people that you probably aspire to look like and be like on social media, a lot of them have ab development because of the, all of the core workout compound lifts that they're doing to work their core. It's not because of those ab workouts, those 15-minute ab workouts that they post, um, even though they try to make it seem like that. It's really not that. It's And then on top of it all, obviously, you have to be at a low enough body fat percentage to reveal your abs, and that's going to be a different uh, number based on your genetics, of course, but for the most part... Uh, Once you diet down and you feel like your ab development is not where you want it to be, that's what you need to look at. If you feel like, oh, your abs could be better, that's what you need to look like. Look at. When I first lost a lot of weight, I was not doing any compound movements. I was literally only uh, doing like arms, um, a little bit of shoulders, and some legs once in a while. Once I started to incorporate compound movements into my physique and into my routine, Sorry, into my routine, rather, I started noting noticing a lot more ab development and looking like a more complete package uh, every day. My shoulders got wider, which is something, you, you know, especially as a guy, you want to have that real dominant look. You want to have those wide shoulders, a tapered waist, a strong core, right, and some nice legs. Doing a squat, bench, and deadlift will not only help you get abs, but it will definitely help you to define that physique and really reveal that physique that you really want. Um... I would recommend doing those movements at least once a week. So if you're going to work out five days a week, if you're working out three days a week, then you can just do squats on leg day, bench on a chest day, and then uh, deadlifts on a back day or something like that. And if you're working out five or six days a week, you can just do it. You know, if you're doing like a split, like a leg push pull, for example, where you hit legs back and chest twice a week and a little bit of shoulders twice a week, then you can just do it on one of your leg days. One of your back days and one of your chest days and on the other days, then you can hit the machines, hit the cables and do whatever you want just to kind of build that hypertrophy and really, you know, start to reveal that muscle definition. But you need to be at a lower enough body fat percentage first, and this is going to help you get there. Diet is obviously king. You got to get to a low enough body fat percentage, but once you get to a low enough body fat percentage after that. You know, or in, jun- in conjunction with that, at the same time, you want to be building up a strong body all around, and doing heavy compound movements, and not only squat, bench, and deadlift, because you also would be doing like an incline bench, incline bench press helps, uh, incline dumbbell press helps. Um, you know, even doing some different kinds of squats, even with the you know a dumbbell squat or you know kettlebell squat, all those kind of any kind of compound movement a compound movement is just something where you're working more than one muscle, and typically with a machine you 're typically only really working one muscle group or one muscle at a time um you know so that 's what you want to kind of get out of only doing that. A deadlift mainly works your back, but it also involves a lot of legs, a lot of shoulders, um, and a lot of core strength. Your chest is, you know, a bench press is mainly working your chest, but it's also working your triceps. Just as much so your primary targets are your chest and your triceps that's why it's a compound movement and then you're also working some back some core some leg drive and things like that if you're doing it appropriately um, if you have any guys if you guys have any more questions about that let me know um, but it's just something that I noticed like walking around the gym a lot I see people killing themselves doing crazy crazy ab workouts like you know getting in like a hundred reps of sit-ups and then wondering why they're not seeing any results and there's two reasons for that one because it's not that effective and two, because they didn't, they're not dieting correctly and they're not at a low enough body fat percentage. So between those two things, you want to make things a little bit easier on yourself. Don't kill yourself in the gym doing a hundred reps of abs, maybe do one or two workout movements of abs, just like anything else, right? If you're working out, um, uh, upper body, you're going to do like two movements per body part. You don't need to do seven different workouts of abs for three to four sets, I mean, you can if you want, and maybe you'll have a lot better abs than me. Um, You know, I see some great abs on the internet, but for the most part, if you want a six-pack and you're somebody who's just a normal gym-goer, that's going to help you more than I feel like. And that's just my opinion. You know, somebody wants to challenge that. I'm open to it. Um, but in my experience, in my opinion, and in watching a lot of athletes, talking to a lot of athletes, knowing how muscle development works. And then also, like I said, looking at CrossFit athletes, looking at um, Olympic lifters, look at their ab development, look at gym, gym, um, people who do gymnastics, you know, things like that gymnast. Their abs and core development is so strong. And it's not because they're in their, in the gym or, you know, in training doing sit-ups. It's because they have to do a lot of core stabilization to do their movements and to do what they're doing. So think about that as you proceed forward into your ab training, ab development, as you try to reveal your abs. Um, and that's it, guys. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. I have another episode coming to you soon. I don't know when. I don't know if it'll be this week or next week. But either way, I hope you enjoyed this one. Hit me up. As always, a teaching coaching radio on Instagram or at Jale underscore underscore on Instagram um, and email me any questions, DMs, anything is welcome. Please rate the podcast if you haven't already five stars. It's really appreciated. It helps me get noticed. It doesn't cost you anything, but it really helps me out. and helps me grow. Um, share this podcast with a friend that really would help me as well, or share it on your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, give us a follow all those things just really help and they don't cost you a thing at all, except for, you know, maybe a minute of your time, um, which I would really appreciate as this takes me time to develop and put out and it really motivates me to keep it going as always. Thank you guys for tuning in. Talk to you soon.